Hi guys, it's Baptiste for the episode number 19 of the French Intern, my life as an intern for Adidas in Tokyo. Today's episode is a bit special as I'm not going to talk so much about my day or what I learned, but instead I will try to teach you how to get an internship in Japan. So there are several ways to search for an internship. You could check on Craigslist Japan, Craigslist Tokyo. This is actually how I found two internships. Then you can use some uh, website that are trying to match you with uh, companies, especially small startups that are looking for international interns. One of the companies I work with is called Lightened, and it's a pretty cool startup, so I invite you to check their website. You have to be careful of the agencies that ask you to pay, because they usually tend to be very expensive and also reliable. Also, you could check some big companies' website and see their program. Usually they have winter and summer programs. Today I actually received uh, a paper meant my visa is actually ready. So tomorrow morning I have to go to the immigration and get my visa. So I will tell you a bit more about the visa procedures um, when you want to get an internship. So when it's an unpaid internship, less than 90 days, what you can do is that you can use a tourist visa uh, in many countries, actually, without having to, to get a visa, having to go to the embassy, you can go and stay in Japan up to 90 days. But the thing is, you cannot receive money from a company. You're supposed to be a tourist. And you have to show that you have round-trip um, tickets, for example. And the company might not pay you, but some companies will be nice enough to provide you with some uh, housing, the meals, the lunch and the transportation expense. Also, if you have an unpaid internship and it's more than 90 days, there is a way to do it. I actually personally did it. I went to Korea uh, during a week and then I came back to Japan, let's say to renew my visa. As I'm French, I'm lucky and again, uh, I get an additional 90 days without having to go to the embassy or whatever. Just at the airport, they give you 90 days. Of course, this is not the solution I recommend. So if you have an unpaid internship and more than 90 days, one good um, visa is the cultural activities visa. The procedure for obtaining this visa might seem a bit scary, but it's, it really isn't. Um, your internship company just needs to apply for you uh, for some kind of certificate called Certificate of Eligibility. And with that, you will be able to get the visa at the Japanese embassy in your own country. Then the student visa. So many people... Um, actually go to Japanese language school or Japanese universities. And one of the things with this student visa is that you can work for up to 28 hours a week and get uh, a salary. So basically, a lot of students decide to work uh, as a part-time job in like a convenience store or restaurant. But what you can do is you can do internship. There are a lot of startups that are recruiting. And during the holidays, so the summer and the winter, spring holiday, you can work up to 40 hours, so like a full-time employment. Then there is a visa, the one that I will actually get, called the Designated Activities Visa. So it's for paid internship up to one year. The big criteria to get this visa is that it should be considered as part of your curriculum, which means your university, back in your country, so in my case in France, is asking you to do an internship in order to receive credit. In that case, and only in that case, you can get the designated activities visa. And the proof is I will get it tomorrow morning. 
And then finally, there is the working holiday visa. So there are a few countries that have this working holiday program. You should check it out. So if you're German, Canadian, um, maybe Australian, uh, of course, French, this visa allows you to stay from six months to a year in Japan. But the thing is, during the application for this visa, you have to prove that the money you will get from your work is just a way to finance your travel and holidays. And this is why it's called working holiday visa, because you have to prove that you're not going to only work. Well, you can actually do it, but on the paper, officially, you shouldn't. And that's it. Of course, I invite you to contact your embassy if you have some visa questions, as I'm not like a lawyer or an expert. But I hope that with this brief introduction, I could bring you some value. Anyways, that was the key learning of the day. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Don't forget to subscribe if you want to keep following my adventures and follow me on Instagram or Twitter at SixBatigo if you want to see more about my office and my daily life in Tokyo. If you are listening to this and have some comment or question, please don't hesitate to send me a message. I will check it out and answer you. See you tomorrow.